Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show, we continue on. Hopefully you're enjoying your day today as we uh, get to the final hour of the program. And what a day. What a day. What a day. It has uh, been fast and furious. No answer from Aaron Rodgers, but that's okay. Today, by the way, also, uh, it's the day after Selection Sunday. NCAA tournament, Marquette draws a two-seed in the tournament. They're coming out of the east. So if they have to go through the one-seed, that would be Purdue on their way to Houston, Texas, and the possibility of a national title. Uh, the, the tournament itself, I thought, you know, I know there's arguments to be made each and every year. It's like it's we're talking about 68 teams here. you got play-in games. Uh, the first four are coming up uh, beginning tomorrow night in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, you got four games that are going to take place. I'm looking forward to it all. I can't wait. Can't wait for all this to get underway as we got March Madness upon us. NFL, the uh, you know legal tampering period is now underway, and you see deals getting done. Keyshawn Nixon back with the team, a $6 million deal potential, $2 million against the cap. You take that in a heartbeat for a guy that literally flipped the field for the Green Bay Packers on a consistent basis this past year. Um, you've got to the poll question regarding Aaron Rodgers. You can find it over on Facebook, find it on Twitter, find it on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram as well. All of that going on. Uh, a lot of a lot happening in the world of sports. Uh, I did get one request to talk some Brewers baseball and said, hey, uh, with all this going on, why aren't we talking about the Brewers? Here's my question. Ben, is there anything right now in the world of the Milwaukee Brewers that would say, yeah, we got to talk about that? I did watch some uh, World Baseball Classic over the weekend. Oh, I watched a little bit incredible. of that. Yeah. I did watch a little bit of that. Bill, I watched Vance Worley struck out Mike Trout Saturday Did you night. see... I thought I was drunk, uh, and I was Did drunk. you see Korea beat China 22-2? to Did you watch any of that? I didn't watch it. I, I look at all the clips on Twitter, and, I, I mean, the atmospheres over there look incredible. Yeah. it's It's been an exciting kind of, you know, tournament to watch, so to speak. So I thought that was interesting. Um... The answer so, to your question is yeah, yes, though. There is something with the Brewers. Give me, give me what interests you with the Brewers right now. Where we sit today, mm-hmm. leadoff, uh, stellar leadoff hitter Christian Yelich is mm-hmm. hitting 333 with an on-base yep. percentage of 400 and an OPS of 1178. He homered on Friday, and I think he's that's back. Two, that's two dingers. Those counts for the total, training. right? No. You're working it, man. You're working it. I think they should. But I'll take it. He had that uh, his first was his first bad bat. Spring training was a homer. He did double. He hit one uh, a ground rule double. Bounce went over the fence. He's got his second home run now. So I'm I'm good with that. I'm excited. I mean, Mike Barrasso is crushing the ball. What's uh? What's really cool is that a lot of the uh, the young brewers, like Freelick and those guys, mm-hmm. are crushing it in the World Baseball Classic. Terrain. Yes, and the fact that, uh, well, the only other downside of this is that Garrett Mitchell has the hammy issue that uh, has been bugging him, so he has not been able to get a lot of playing time. Uh, the big news, I don't know if you saw the McCow- Adam McCalvey thing when they were doing the uh, the speed skating in on rollerblades inside the uh, clubhouse. Uh, Alvarez was skating in the locker room. So, which was pretty funny. 
thought that was probably rather cool. Seems like it's been a lighthearted camp. It's been a fun camp. It's it's been at times a challenging camp, but they, you know, I'm I'm good with what's going on. Alvarez, by the way, uh, won a six people to medal at both the Summer and Winter Olympics, and he won a silver with Team Team USA baseball uh, back in 2020. So, so good stuff there. There's some fun stuff going on in, in Brewers camp, but that's it. There's not. It's not like uh, the world's on fire right now in regards to Brewers baseball. Just an FYI. So there you have it. Uh, The big news coming out of Packers camp, no, it's not Aaron Rodgers, but Keyshawn Nixon. He is back, uh, $6 million deal, uh, $2 million against the cap. Uh, The other big news of the day when it comes to the Jets, Mike White is gone. Mike White is gone. Mike White goes to Miami. So uh, Miami, giving the former Jets quarterback, Mike White, a couple-year deal worth up to $16 million bucks, And basically, he's the backup to Tua in case Tua gets hurt again this year. But that now leaves um, not much in the way of quarterback play when you talk about uh, the New York Jets. So now that, you know, Jets fans are thinking this is another step moving towards Aaron Rodgers, that the guy that they all – because had Mike White not gone down, I bet you they could have ended up – now they had Zach Wilson, who's terrible – Joe Flacco, who's not much better, and Mike White. And Mike White kind of ignited that team until he got folded up uh, on a crushing blow by the Buffalo Bills late in the season and really never came back from that. Now Mike White, who made a name for himself, moves on to Miami, which leaves them with Zach Wilson on the roster. And that's it. Joe Flacco's a free agent. You know? So that's it. Uh, Chase says, I don't understand how you call yourself a sports show when all you talk about is Rodgers. Um, Chase, uh, first of all, Rodgers, have you looked at ESPN or the NFL Network or anything? Have you? Have you? Because, like, right now I see, right now I'm literally sitting here watching Stephen A. Smith talk about the return of Aaron Rodgers to the Big Apple. I watched this morning on Get Up. They talked a little bit about the NBA and then talked about Rodgers going to the Big Apple. I watched this morning on the NFL Network all the talk about Aaron Rodgers not making a decision. Now we're into actual deals being made, and we are running around the rest of the spectrum. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he moves on to the Vegas uh, Raiders. So that the Raiders are pretty much done. They've got their guy. We talked a little bit about the tournament. Danny Etling, by the way, is uh, Jordan Love's backup right now. For those that were wondering, people keep asking. So there you go. But in the in the grand scheme of things, and here's the other thing, and I've said this before for people that get sick of it, turn it off. I don't know what to tell you. Turn it off. It is the number one trending topic everywhere. Everywhere. It's not just here. It's even milked itself into mainstream. I was listening to him talk about it over the weekend on one of the political channels. It's just everywhere until he makes a decision. Same thing when Brett Favre couldn't make his decision. Remember when Favre came flying back into Green Bay? Oh, my God. They were covering it on every channel. They were covering it on the news networks. You know? I don't know what to tell you. 
Uh, this one's from uh, Anthony, who uh, said, uh, first of all, congratulations to Marquette. While I'm a Wisconsin fan, I still can re- root for the state schools. Uh, tell Ben to ease up. Ben, ease up. Um, That's weird. Is that not weird? Well, you know what? I bet you he didn't go to Wisconsin, or if he did, he's from Wisconsin. True. That makes sense. You you came from Philly to specifically go to Wisconsin and got involved in the rivalry and a little bit of the history of it, so you understand it. I also so just I get happen to be a, a big Vermont fan. <laughs> I tweeted You're that last night, and, and everyone, people got mad at my mentions saying that Vermont was going to beat Marquette. They're like, oh, you're being that guy. Why are you being that guy? I was like, no, that's a lifelong Vermont basketball fan. Uh, well, you not only uh, recognize the catamounts, but you also uh, use that state quite often for skiing purposes. Oh, I have family that lives up there. It's my second right. home. I guess it's there now my go. third home. One of my many homes. It's a great mm-hmm. place. So there you go. So you're not a Johnny come lately. Right? Live with that. There you go. People just have to understand it. Um, and uh, then he goes on to say that uh, I am also one of the people that you can consider being sick of the Rodgers saga. Uh, I do think the Packers made a mistake by drafting Jordan Love, but that's water under the bridge. We just need to move on, and Aaron needs to make a decision. Appreciate the email. Uh, NFL free agency off and running, according to Rob Domofsky. He says uh, keep getting uh, track of major every every major signing and trade and release. Uh, with the analysis, the Packers don't expect to be big players in free agency because of all the salary cap challenges they face, but they do hope to resign some of their key players who have been major contributors. Uh, you look at Keyshawn Nixon. Uh, they agreed to terms on a one-year deal worth up to $6 million. And a Nixon single-handedly, he says, changed the Packers' return game in the second half of the season, begging many questions why it took special teams coordinator Rich Bisacci and Matt LaFleur to make that change. But finally, when they did, instant success. Nixon led the NFL with five kickoff returns plus 50-plus yards. Uh, no other player had more than two. He led the NFL 28.8 yards per kickoff return, included a 105-yard touchdown return, did it all in the beginning uh, of Week 12. He was named a first-team All-Pro. Uh, what are the risks? The risk was in not bringing him back and then dealing with uh, another Amari Rogers situation where the team spend, spends a third-round pick on a return man who just can't hang on to the football and then has to be cut midseason, and it's only a one-year deal. So if Nixon can't repeat his magic from last season, then they're not bound to him for multiple years. But if he can, then you get uh, another bite at the apple with Keyshawn Nixon. So there you go. I agree with that. Um, what else do we have? Marcus says, uh, how about them Bucks?" when you talk Bucks basketball? Uh, no, I, I look, I, I thought, first and foremost, the Bucks over the weekend in the, uh, in, in the game with uh, Golden State, it's like, come on, man. You kidding me? They were up du- double digits easy with four minutes to go, and – then all of a sudden it just got whittled away to nothing. They lose in overtime, 125-116. And you just knew once it went to overtime, it was done. Bucks were done. They had nothing. It was just, it was extremely disappointing to watch them go down like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, they're what, two and, or uh, you know, like 17 and two or something like that in the last 19, 19 games. I mean, <laughs> and it's a road loss. But now you got to go to Sacramento. You got the Kings coming up tonight, 9 o'clock Central Time. So you're on that uh, West Coast swing, and I understand where they're at. But, uh, but yeah, you just you were kind of hoping for a little bit better. 
Uh, but the big ones when they go. So you got Golden State. You fell to in overtime. You want to get uh, Sacramento. Then you got to go to Phoenix. And, you know, you're wondering if Kevin Durant, after he kind of the other night was in warm-ups and hit a little wet spot on the floor and twisted the ankle, rolled the ankle a little bit. That guy just can't, he can't stay healthy to save his life. But uh, but the Bucks, you know, uh, Dustin says the Bucks were down by a lot in that game. Yeah, and then they were up by a lot. I sat and watched the end of the game. They were up by like 14, 16 with four minutes to play and just watched it just get thrown away. Didn't play good defense, turned the ball over, got sloppy. Absolutely. 877-867-1670. And you're right, that might be a rematch of the finals. I, now, I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is with, the, with Golden State, they can't win on the road. Their road record's awful. They only, I think they only have like seven wins on the road this season. It's terrible. 877-867-1670. Find us. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. By the way, our uh, our anytime we have Mike Clemens on, he is uh, brought to you by the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Quiet, cozy, comfortable, and just a mile from uh, Lambeau. So if you're going to head up, maybe uh, do a you know kind of a Hall of Fame tour or something like that, or maybe even going into next year. If you're going to head up and uh, you're looking for a nice place to stay, drive right up to your room the old-fashioned way, or the Bay Family Restaurant, which is open. Uh, Pretty much year-round with home-style cooking seven days a week. The Bay Motel, South Military Avenue in Green Bay. Call them today, 920-494-3441. Or go online to baymotelgreenbay.com. That is baymotelgreenbay.com. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls and uh, get the people that are on hold. Tom listening to us in Shawano. Tom, how you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing well today. What you thinking? Uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call. I am thinking out of the box. When it comes to Rodgers and his ego, I'm wondering if, you know, at one time they talked about how much he should be worth, and now, you know, you don't hear as much, that his ego is keeping him from saying he wants to be traded because he feels he's worth more than what the Packers are going to get for him. Um, I, no, I think he just is, I, I don't know why he's waiting. I don't know what the deal is. I, you know, I mean, your, your only value is what somebody's willing to pay. And when you eliminate any bidding, basically, then you basically put the person that's trying to trade you away over the barrel because there's nobody else is, is bidding for you. You know, it's kind of like you can give it to us with a bag of ball. I, I guess, or bag of balls. I have no idea. But if, if, you know, if you have two teams bidding, the value goes up. If you have nobody else bidding against one team, if I'm the Jets, why would I way overpay to get Aaron Rodgers when nobody's bidding against me? You know what I mean? No, I, I agree mean, that, with that, but I yeah. think his ego is, is keeping him from saying because he thinks that they're not getting enough for me and I don't want to be traded for, you know, for a second rounder or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I appreciate the phone call, man, but I have no idea why 
Rodgers is taking so long. I wish I did. I just, I wish I did, but I just don't. I just don't. Uh, let's go to Bob listening to us in Hales Corners. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing well, Una. Thank you. Hey, when Ben said that the Raiders signed Garoppolo, I think I yelled so loud that the dog might have wet the bed. <laughs> is that because you're a Raiders fan, a Garoppolo fan, or because you know Rodgers is no longer going to to Las Vegas? Uh, yes, to all three. I do like Jimmy G. I am definitely a Raiders fan. And the great thing, you were trying to talk about it earlier, the impact of not saying anything. Last year, Rodgers is farting around before he gets his big deal. So the Packers cannot negotiate with Devontae Adams, who, if they would have had a chance to do it, likely would have stayed. Because of that, he's now in Las Vegas. Go forward a year because he's farting around again. Jimmy G is looking and going, well, you know, I'm not going to go to New York because it looks like that's they want Aaron. They don't want me. If the Raiders were sitting there right now without Devontae Adams, I don't think Jimmy G signs there. He can't go to New York. He didn't want to go to Texas because Texas is rebuilding. So, Aaron, you are sometimes a very probably personable and nice human being. Sometimes you're a petulant ass, and I thank you for it because it's making my team better. Um, well, that's, you know, I, I can't argue uh, with any of that because that's some people's feelings. Appreciate the phone call. I, I look at it as um, when you talk about the, the, the Raiders, I do find it interesting. They did not want a short-term fix and basically said no right away. And you noticed that even when the Raiders said, because I thought, you know, if players get a sense that a guy may come to an organization, then they keep kind of pining for him like the Jets are doing, like a lot of the Jets players are doing right now for Rodgers. So when Devontae was putting it out there, Wallers was putting it out there, there was other people putting it out there, you kind of thought, well, maybe there's something to this. The the, the Raiders then said, we have no interest in, we're, we're looking for a short-term or a long-term resolution here, not a short-term. In other words, pulling themselves out of that. Nobody else in that organization said a word about Aaron Rodgers. Nobody. Now, granted, players can say what they want, but nobody in the front office is going to go after him because then, unless they have permission, that would be considered tampering, right? So I kind of got it, but nobody said anything after that. It wasn't like Devontae was still pining for him publicly. It was like, guys, it's done. He's not coming here. You know? Sorry um, for yeah, go, making his ahead, dog man. wet his bed, by the way. That's my bad. <laughs> um, I was going to make a bedwetting yeah. joke, but I've decided not to. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> how's, no your, how's your water in your shower, by the way? Is it... More uh, the water in the shower is is so more good. grainy. It is right, not still grainy. It, no, but uh, I, uh, I I went to Bed Bath and Beyond and got myself a mat, oh, as many people nice. suggested. So now I'm safe. I'm not not gonna take the tumble in the shower. So I'm good. That's so. good to hear. You should have led the uh, show with that. That's uh, the you know I should have. Uh, but see, I led the show with what was going on with Rogers and everything else. The NCAA tournament. Brewers, all that stuff, NIT for the Badgers, and then I went to you with your golf outing, with your golf swing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think people are more concerned with your shower habits than my golf swing. <laughs> no, I don't think they are, to be honest with you. I don't think there's anybody concerned with my shower habits, to be quite honest. 
maybe a few weird ones, but be, I, th- those are not the people you want to cater to. Well, I'm checking Correct the numbers on Friday's show from the segment <laughs> where we talked about that. You know, it, it did better than every other segment of the show. <laughs> really? I'm t- your shower is, is polarizing. Um, provocative, maybe. Well, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's, uh, I think it got people to respond in the sense that, uh, they were giving me suggestions how not to injure myself. Uh, but that was, I think about, about it. I don't think there was much more to it than that. Gotcha. I do also on, on Jimmy G, I wonder, did Devonte Adams now go from hall of famer to hall of famer to hall of famer? Uh, well, if Garoppolo gets them to a Super Bowl as well. Do you then consider Garoppolo a Hall of Fame-level quarterback? He's already been to one. Right? That's what I'm saying. Is, is he an upgrade to, over Derek Carr? You know, I don't... Garoppolo ran Shanahan's offense rather well. He wasn't spectacular. He just needed to manage it and understood it. And And that offense is not the easiest of offenses to run. So the knock on David Carr or Derek Carr was that at least the rumors were that uh, Josh McDaniel's offense is complicated and Carr didn't get it. So maybe Garoppolo just comes in and just is able to get it and operate it, which will make it better. So is he an upgrade physically? I don't think so, but maybe mentally. Right? Yeah, I just... Maybe mentally. Jimmy G, dating porn stars, Las Vegas Strip. You know? it makes. I hope that goes well. It makes for a great off-field situation, right? As long as we don't get a John Morant making it rain in the strip club. Yeah, that's still... Yeah, it's like, just what what a dummy. And did you hear... Now... I don't know if this was a fact or not, but there was the discussion was that he was part of a gang and he's been flashing the gang signs for a long time. And everybody just thought it was just him being cool. But packing the heat and the people that he was shown with on the Instagram apparently were gang members. Did you read all that, Ben? Or is this something that I did not read that? Okay. Um, I, I don't know it for a fact. I couldn't tell you, but that was part of a discussion this past weekend. Uh, and I heard it on a political talk show this weekend when I was kind of surfing around when Aaron Rodgers' name came up, and then they were talking about John Morant. And uh, and one of the one of the reasons that the uh, NBA not only in brandishing the weapon pulled him so quick, but but because of the gang affiliation that he had and some of the things that he's flashed on the court, they say now all makes sense, and that that's the reason they needed to talk to him about pulling him away from the game and going to get, quote, his life together. It wasn't about – this wasn't just an athlete showing a gun. This was something that was supposedly more than that. Now, I haven't sat down and studied every fact in this, but at least that was part of the discussion. I missed so. that part. I wonder what what political talk shows have to say about Aaron Rodgers. Are, do they throw in sports takes? You oh, know? You, here's the thing, and this is – not a lie, okay? It is what everybody is talking about. And, you know, doing this for a living, it doesn't matter if it's sports or non-sports related. 
if you were doing an open talk show, not a sports talk show, but an open talk show, you, you talk about what people are talking about or what you're passionate about. Everybody, especially in this state, everybody is talking about Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's talking about Rodgers. You can't go anywhere without somebody talking about Rodgers. And right, like I, mean, I said, I, I, I walked in the book. So political talk shows, absolutely, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers. And they're talking about any topics that are hot. And John Moran brandishing a gun, Brandon Miller uh, bringing a gun to a murder scene, and that gun being used in a murder and still playing in the NCAA tournament, that's a hot-button issue. And Aaron Rodgers is probably the hottest. So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on right now that are crossover topics when it comes to from the world of sports into other, other you know, mainstream realms. Right. I'm what thinking about if, if they – how deep does the sports take go? Do they just outline everything that's happening, or do they start talking about the cap casualties of the Packers three years from now and how it's going to affect their compensation package, you know, with with compensatory um, picks and, and things of that nature? I don't know if it goes that deep. They were just talking about the frustration about how difficult it is to make a decision and why, you know, keep your, your team and your fans in such limbo. And it, it's very understandable to – Anybody that's not in to sports, if, if, if sports are kind of a casual passing fancy, it's still something that is very relatable to many. When you say, I've got $60 million to play for, I'm going to take a little time to decide. There are ramifications, and everybody in the state of Wisconsin is a Packers fan, damn near. Uh, so there are people who are passionate about the Packers and just want to know, and, and I've said this before, they just want – you want people that play for your team to be all in. That, that's all you want. That's all you're looking for. And when fans don't get that, they get upset, much less be held on the hook to say, wait for me. I have to decide whether or not – either one, I want to play for you, or two, you, you're not worthy of my answer right now. And that's how some people take it. You're not worthy of my answer. You, you'll wait on my time. When they know that, you know, the old adage is there's no I in team, so you're either in or you're out. And, and you know, in a very a rudimentary way, I mean, it, it becomes the part of the discussion. And, and I understand it. I'm not saying it's right. But in some way, shape, or form, it's what everybody's got an opinion on. You know, I, everybody. I, like I said, everywhere I went this weekend, it was that was the topic. It got to the point where people were walking up, going, "I got a question for you," and I would literally go, "I don't know." And they go, "What do you know? What, what do you what do you think I was going to ask you?" I said, "When is Rogers coming back?" Oh, okay. I, I just got to that point. Everybody wants to know. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, go ahead and give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. More of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. The Bill Michael Show continues on this portion of the program, brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Uh, and I can't love Quick Trip anymore if I had to. I stopped in there. Gas is going up. I stopped in there over the weekend, and you, you know I use it all the time. And went to the pump, and I think it's three nineteen. And 
And I ended up getting 25 cents off per gallon because of some of the points and stuff that I've used and some of the bargains that I've had at Quick Trip. It's awesome. I uh, just, it was a nice surprise. Filled, I was, I mean, I was like on E, like breathing fumes too. So it was great. Um, I, and I love Quick Trip, and that's one of the reasons why. Not to mention it's a, you know, based right here in Wisconsin and because of the values they have there, but it just such a fantastic place. So uh, I always say, uh, when you go into Quick Trip, man, just say, thank God you're here. Whether it's the use of the clean bathrooms or terrific hot food, cold food, beer caves, bread, milk, bananas, whatever it happens to be, eggs, they they just great people at Quick Trip. Love Quick Trip. Uh, this is rather lengthy, but hang on, okay? Jeffrey says, I say we trade Goody, by the way, he spells Goody, G-U-D-E, uh, Goody and Murphy to the Jets for cash, con- cash considerations. We then use the cash to get Rodgers the supporting cast that he needs to win another Super Bowl before he retires. For the naysayers, imagine this hypothetical. Let's say Lazary treated Giannis the way Murphy and Goody have treated Rodgers. It might go something like this. Giannis, we want to win a championship, and we want to build this thing around you, but there are certain things we just can't do for you. For example, you wanted us to mortgage some second-rounders and future draft picks to sign Drew Holiday. Yeah, we know. Uh, okay, I get this. This is a, It's apples to oranges, but just bear with me because this is somebody writing this to me. Yeah, we know that uh, Drew can distribute the rock, and he's a top-line defender. Uh, besides, we don't do things uh, that way around here. We mostly draft and develop. You should know that, but what the heck, we still got Eric Murdoch. He's pretty good, isn't he? And, yes, uh, I know it was a tough break losing Middleton. However, we're just not willing to give him the max contract and he was look, that he was looking for because the numbers just didn't add up. But, hey, you still got Lopez, and we got these great G League All-Stars that we've signed as well. Yeah, I know, but, uh, well, you know, we're almost in on Portis and Tucker Alan Dragic uh, um, goes on from there. Uh, but, hey, you're Giannis. We paid you good money uh, to work with what we have given you to elevate their games and make them even better. It's up to you to win championships. And what the hey, don't forget, we signed you to a Supermax contract, so stop bitching and don't cause any more trouble, okay? Um, first of all, draft choices in the NBA are dramatically different than draft choices in the NFL. Secondly... You did those things, and Giannis promised you to stay. You did those things because Giannis said, I will stay only if you do this. He dictated to you. They didn't dictate to him. They went out and did it. But you can't do the basketball superstar thing. for. And, oh, by the way, let's remember the other thing. Giannis is young. He's not even 30. Remember that? Yes, you would. You'd do anything and everything to keep Rodgers at this point. And let me also ask you this. When you talk specifically about the offense, um, and I just said this to somebody uh, over on Facebook that said, you know, well, you know, look what they've done. They haven't spent any draft choices on the offensive side of the football. I understand that. And, And I am one of the people right there with you that said, hey, there's a couple of opportunities that you've missed offensively that you could have gone after. Okay, but let's not forget. Let's not forget the defense that got ran over by Mostert. You didn't have anybody. Right. Let's not forget about that. Let's not forget about the fortification of the offensive line. Right. 
I admit, Amari Rogers, not great. Josiah DeGora, not great. They're, those guys are offensive players, though. So wasted third-round draft choices. A.J. Dillon's been a pretty good running back for this team in a second-round pick. Could they have gotten T. Higgins over Jordan Love? Damn straight they could have. You'd be a little bit deeper right now. They did need players, though, defensively speaking. They needed a guy like Rashawn Gary. They needed the development of Darnell Savage Jr. Now, granted, he got in a little bit of a doghouse this year, but their defense was not good. So you can go get all the offensive weapons you want, but all you're doing is padding stats when you go into San Francisco and you can't stop Raheem Mostert, who ran for 240-plus yards on you. Didn't matter. Right? It, it's I. It's all about draft and develop in the NFL. The NBA is completely apples to oranges. Completely. And you don't have a true salary cap to work with. You have a luxury tax. They don't have that in the NFL. Remember that? So, yeah. It, but it was Giannis who, before he signed the Supermax, had all the power. They were doing anything and everything they could to get him to stay. Same situation. The only difference is Giannis was a young guy and signed a Supermax and wanted to stay in Milwaukee. So I understand what you're saying, but it's a completely erroneous comparison. Completely erroneous comparison. 877-867-1670. Let's go to our guy, uh, our guy Market Plunger. Market Plunger, what's going on, man? What are you doing? Oh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I'm not a very smart man, and all of any success I've had has come from luck and privilege. But I, I just have to answer, ask one thing about this Aaron Rodgers thing. I don't buy that he hasn't given them an answer because why would you go? First of all, he has to approve the trades, right? Mm-hmm. Why? No, he didn't. No, no, he doesn't have to. I mean, he he has no. Uh, he does not have a no trade clause. So, he he basically, as long as he gives them the okay, I mean, they don't want to do anything that would cause him to be pissed off and just retire. And then yeah. you got to take a hit and then basically have nothing for it. So they're trying to involve him and not be the team that he described them to be a couple of years ago. But really, in reality, they don't have to do anything. They can do whatever they want and and let the chips fall where they may. All right. Well, it changes my my answer or my opinion a little bit, but I just don't buy that these guys are out here negotiating like this when they don't know whether or not the other party is going to be involved. Uh, People have to remember that not a single NFL trade has been announced. All of them that have been announced have been confirmed via reports. So my Mm -hmm. guess is, is the day that it happened or the day or, or maybe a day later, they'll come out and be like, all right, here's the trade or else he's going to retire. I, j- I just don't buy that these guys are, are, are out here um, uh, negotiating when they don't even know if there's any uh, there's a reason to negotiate. And if they well, are, they you, should be fired. You can't officially announce until the start of the new league year yep. when everything rolls into, into, into play here. But, yes, you're, you're, you are correct. I just, I mean, if, if they haven't gone to him and been like, look, you give me an answer in a week or else, you know, something's going to happen, but I don't buy it. And if they haven't, they ha- they should, and they and, and again if they don't they should be fired because come on man have some balls yeah just go to the guy and be like give me a damn answer and I think yeah. they have I I I would not doubt that appreciate the phone call I would not doubt that they have touched base with him numerous times to say give me an answer can you give us an answer 
Um, it's it's. It's it's a really tenuous situation when you talk about the, I, I will say one thing. When you talk about the ego and the sensitivity, isn't it going to be refreshing if indeed Rogers is no longer here and you don't have to worry about hurting feelings and what's said publicly and what isn't and all of that anymore? You know? You won't have to worry about if you criticize or don't criticize the quarterback or or those that are around him or if you make a trade or if you cut a guy loose and you're going to suddenly be worried about the 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 impact uh the ripple effect in a in a locker room starting with the quarterback and everybody else that is then spoken to in a particular manner I mean that that'll be that'll be kind of refreshing then again it makes our job a little more boring but you just think about that you're not analyzing every word because of the cryptic nature of what is spoken and what isn't. So it's just it's it's uh, somebody just said you know did did Rogers really think it was going to be a big deal to get into camp earlier this past year? Did five more practices really make the difference? If it doesn't make a difference, put it this way. The old adage is, is if, you, if you're not working at getting better, you're not getting better. That's first. Secondly, I go to Patrick Mahomes, who did get into camp early, who did want to work with the new guys, who did want to get on the same page. How'd that work out for him? I've always said, you're right, but it can't hurt, can it? There's nothing bad that's going to come from that. You act like it's such a detriment if he would have come in early. There, there's, there's no detriment to that if he does come in early and does discover a few things about these guys or build a relationship with these guys. Uh, like Romeo Dobbs said, somewhere from someplace else. And, and the argument always is, so what if he didn't come in? Okay, I agree with that. You saw what the result was. But tell me, let's just take this entire season out of the mix. What would it have hurt? Does anybody get any better not working at getting better? No. Not at all. Coming up next, we'll wrap things up with what we missed. And there's probably quite a bit that we missed. We'll get back at it uh, tomorrow as well. But we got what we missed coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Welcome back to the program. This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends over there at the uh, the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. And uh, they got a big um, St. Patrick's Day event going on. They've got uh, the bingo coming up tomorrow night if you're going to be heading out. So head out to Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake, uh, right there on Prospect Avenue. But it's right on the lake. So check them out and tell them we said hi. Good people over there. 
So, uh, Ben Kenny. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bill, it's 155, which is ridiculous. It is not confirmed, but Trey Wingo just tweeted, hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. So Trey Wingo is the one that's stating this, and um, uh, which he has not been wrong. He has not been wrong. Aaron Rodgers being traded to the New York Jets. I think he reported that reportedly. the Jets were meeting with him first. Yes, he, so he's, yes, he did. he's been on top of this. He's, he's got kind of an insight somewhere. He's got kind of an insight somewhere. There you go. Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets. Aaron, Yeah, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I believe that Trey Wingo and Aaron Rodgers are also kind of buddies, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, uh, maybe Rodgers gave it to him to break. So there's tomorrow's show. So there you go. Aaron Rodgers. The, the saga comes to an end. The saga comes to an end. What do you think it's for? Compensation. Uh, first round draft choice. I think that's where we're going to go. I, I I just believe that's probably what it's going to be. First round draft choice. But that's it. That's it. Aaron Rodgers off to New York. Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets. It's uh boy, it's just blowing up Twitter too. <laughs> and Jets fans are gonna be rejoicing. So we'll see. See if it I mean, you would assume, like you said, uh he and Wingo are friends and um the you would assume that maybe he's got some insight there in some way, shape, or form. But you're right, he was also the guy that said, Hey, um, that Aaron Rodgers is going to go meet with the Jets. So there you go. That's a shame. Hey, that's cause, it. Because Live Golf Tucson is this week, and I was going to talk about it. And what? Oh, jeez, really? <laughs> Scheffler wins the players, run away. Right. Big win. The Panthers traded for the number one pick over the weekend. So, yeah, here we are. There's tomorrow's <laughs> show. There you go. That's it. That's the way it all breaks down. Aaron Rodgers off to the uh, New York Jets. Off to the New York Jets. Well, it's, you know what? I, I guess now um, it's kind of a, a little bit of a sad day, I guess, in, in that realm, right? Now that you know that uh, the deal is done, a little bit of a sad day. Saying that, well, you know, Rodgers, um, obviously a long career here in uh, in Green Bay, and knowing that he's he's no more, you know, you get it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy for tomorrow. Light him up because today it all comes to an end. Aaron Rodgers looks to be on the move. Looks to be going to the New York Jets. That's it. That's the way we end the show today. Rodgers to the Jets, according to Trey Wingo, is now a done deal. 
So do I not play the celebration music to start tomorrow's show? Or oh, what's man. our mood? I'm kind of happy. Right? We got we got what twenty hours to figure out what the mood is. It's kind of a deflating day, in my opinion. There we go. All right. Until we talk again tomorrow, time for us to go have a going. Or just have one. Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets. According to Trey Wingo, it's now a done deal. Swoop!